discombobulated. <laughs> I'm discombobulated. That's a great word. I love discombobulated. <laughs> I am very discombobulated right now. We're live. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Late Night Ecom with Rachel and Thad. This is episode six. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we've been doing this six weeks already, Rachel. It's good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you too, Thad. How was your move? <laughs> yeah, I did move. I moved from Los Angeles back to Reno, Nevada. Things are good. I'm still getting settled. But, you know, how those things are when you've uh, lived in a place for a while and you got too much stuff and then you find out <laughs> there's boxes you haven't opened the whole time you lived there. So, yeah, it's been great. <laughs> well aside from that torture i am i'm glad to know that you are doing well that <laughs> and, and how are things for you out in the wonderful white world of of uh utah yeah it's been great um the skiing's been awesome that's why i moved here <laughs> mention skiing every time i hop on this podcast <laughs> so this week uh on, on the podcast we are going to talk about uh and if you see it in the description down below too but we're going to talk about your offer what, what are you selling, your product, your funnel, and your customer value optimization methods, okay? So with that, um, where should we start here, Rachel? Should we start, should we start talking about your product or should we start with how you, how you position it? Yeah, you know, I would say, um, let's just assume you have a great product. If your product sucks, that's a whole nother discussion, but let's assume you have a great product, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Assuming that our service, um, we're going to bring this to the marketplace. Like, let's say that you've already shown your product to people and, and people think it's a really great product, but they're not buying it. What? Why? You offer the best, you've researched your thing for, for like 20 years and you got the best ingredients for your skincare line, or you developed and patented this thing yourself. And, you know, you work directly with your manufacturer, whatever. Okay. Assuming your product's great, nobody's buying. Why? Your offer might not be that good. So I kind of want to start with the offer um, and the different the different offers you kind of go through to get people to buy, and why people don't just buy right away. If say um, you got a website, you got a bunch of different services or products on there, kind of haphazardly, <laughs> mm -hmm. and you know buyers are getting lost. All right, they're getting lost somewhere along the way. This is where we have different offer structures and we have different funnels. Okay, so I kind of wanted to start talking about at first um, just the different offers that you have. And that's starting with the lead magnet and kind of go through that. So I wanted to start with the lead magnet, the tripwire, and then core your core offer to the marketplace. Um, and then the profit maximizer which we'll go over um, and then kind of like what comes after that, if that's, that sounds yeah, good. Yeah, it sounds you. good. And yeah. yeah, you know, it must be the week <laughs> off. Uh, I'm not, I'm not in the, in the mode of, of figuring all this stuff out yet, but you're discombobulated. I'm discombobulated. That's a great word. I love discombobulated. <laughs> I am very discombobulated right now. So your lead magnet is something you're going to give away, right? Mm -hmm. For free. Yeah. Lead Got magnet, it. totally free. For free. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so maybe like the free samples. 
Oh, there you go. Free samples at Costco. Perfect. Yeah. Love free that. samples. Absolutely. Yeah. So, right. So your lead magnet, yeah, you're going to give that away for free. So could be your samples at Costco could be this podcast. You know, we do this every week. We try and give you guys some information, some value you can take with you. Could be something like, um, if you're going to give away your 10 best secrets for, um, making perfect cookies, like they're soft what? and chewy, but still crunchy on the bottom, chewy in no the middle. Way. What are your 10 best secrets? You might give away those secrets. Like I can't even believe that my grandmother would probably kill me if I gave away those secrets. Right. Dad, I'm salivating. <laughs> What's your favorite <laughs> cookie, Rachel? What is your go-to homemade cookie? Homemade. Oh, easy. Chocolate chip. Yeah? 100%. Oh yeah. Only. So it's the only thing I'll do with the semi-sweet, semi-sweet chips. Yeah. Mint. Love that. And you, and you probably have a really good recipe for it, right? Um, you know, my recipe is, uh, you know, I think it's like the Pillsbury, like it looks like a giant sausage. Yes. That's, um, you know, there's some things if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to have mac and cheese, I will have Kraft mac and cheese. I don't care how many different cheese is you put it in or in the crumble crust you have i don't want it if i'm eating mac and cheese i want craft it's just yeah. you cheap, want that disgusting. powder <laughs> that's what i want you know so anyways that's on. hilarious okay so you might give away your your top 10 secrets or your top 10 best whatever that that's going to be a really good lead magnet you're going to build your email list with that you're going to start getting your potential customers warmed up to the, to who you are and what you can offer them. Right. And then Absolutely. that's, that's going to move into your, what we, what I pre teased <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. So that's going to move into your rotisserie chicken. That's going to be, <laughs> right. that's going to be your tripwire. So your tripwire is something that you are selling that's heavily discounted and you're selling it at a loss. Why the heck would you do that? Well, you do this because you're trying to get people in the door and you're trying to cover your cost. You're trying to break even. Okay. This is where we're at. You're trying to break even. So it costs money to get leads. So your lead magnet is bait to the marketplace. You're going to nurture them for a little bit. Um, you know, maybe they're perusing the aisles. They're looking around they're getting to know your brand. You're like, wow, they've been in, in business a hundred years. You know, oh, customer service is so nice. They got a free app that I can just put on my, whatever. So you're nurturing these people that have, you know, eaten your free samples in your, in your grocery store, in your little grocery store, your piggly wiggly, whatever you, whatever you have. Okay. And <laughs> it's like this, this trip, the trip wire is what's going to get them to convert into real customers. The cost doesn't matter. The fact is that they're going to build trust with you by buying with you. Once they've bought with you, then you can start upselling them. And everything that you're doing is getting them, it's priming them to buy a higher ticket item from you, higher ticket service from you. So you start with the free sample of at Costco, you're like, wow, these crackers with this jam and this and this smelly cheese are delicious. Uh, you know, I just, 
you know what, but I'm a POS and I'm going to get the rotisserie chicken. Okay. So you get your rotisserie chicken, you're feeling horrible about yourself. And, and then you think, well, you know what? I, and I don't go to Costco. Um, I might get, you know, it's the pandemic. Who knows how, you know, how I'm going to wipe my butt, you know, during this lockdown, I'm going to get a whole bulk. This isn't a good example, but I'm going to get, I'm going to get like a whole roll, all these giant bulk rolls. I don't shop at Costco of toilet paper. Okay, great. Um, so, I mean, yeah. So the, the way that the tripwire works, like I said, it's getting building trust by having them buy with you and then they can purchase more later on. You ever notice, um, I do, I have shopped at Walmart, so I can talk about this. Have you ever noticed when you go into Walmart and you think everything, wow, everything's so cheap. I'm just going to start buying everything. (laughs) Right. They get Mm -hmm. you with it. Like you get in there and you end up spending a lot more. Well, you know, there are some things in there that aren't sold at a loss like um, their home decor. And you start thinking, you know, well, you know, maybe I have a 500 credit score and I live in a shack, but man, if I get this, if I get this Walmart decor, my place is going to be mint. All right. So you start throwing in all these items because you think it's so cheap. Well, those are actually sold at, uh, you know, they're going to be making a profit on those, but everything else was super cheap. You know, your, your like utensils, that are going to break in one year in the pans where the handle falls off. <laughs> you think you're getting a great deal and you know, they're garbage. Right. But the, but the, the furniture, man, that that's Ikea quality, you know, Target does the same thing. You know, they've got those nice bed sheets and all of a sudden that's their core offer. That's why they have all those displays all of a sudden. Well, you spend a thousand dollars at Walmart and you still live in a shack. How did that happen? Well, that's because (laughs) speaking from personal experience. um, So (laughs) I never had a 500 credit score though, but you know, it wasn't doing too hot. I wasn't living it. It wasn't, it wasn't great. You know? So what I'm saying is um, you're more likely to buy because you already feel like it's a great price. You already trust the, you already trust them. Um, and then you're going to be, you know, buying more stuff. So, so don't worry about when you're doing a tripwire in your funnel with your, with your customers or your potential customers that you're going to be offering a product for too low of a price. Um, as long as it's not your core offer, you have to be very distinct about what your core offer is and make sure everything you're doing is building up to that. So I kind of I kind of went off the rails there with the with the Walmart and the um, toilet paper <laughs> um, because I don't shop at Costco. But um, say you start with the the cheese and crackers, and then you get the rotisserie chicken, and then maybe you're 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 doing game night. You're you're doing a there's like a football game. See, these are things I don't do. I don't <laughs> don't shop at Costco, and I don't watch football, guys. I should leave America. So. You, you buy the party tray, okay? You buy like the party tray of mac and cheese that costs them $2 to make for $15 because, you know, you're entertaining people and, you know, you, you want it to be all, all prepared properly. So the prepared food section would be um, something that is like a core offer. It's like, man, it's game night. 
uh, or whatever. I don't, I don't know. guys. Stop well, so, <laughs> so now what you're talking about though, is a profit maximizer, right? Because they've got your core offer. You are, they already bought your core offer. So maybe they bought the, uh, they bought the chicken wings that they're going to cook for the game. Right. Mm-hmm. But right next to that, you put out that cheese platter and then mm-hmm. now you're upselling them into your maximizing profit. Cause they came in, they weren't sure what they wanted. They saw your tripwire. They, they grabbed that rotisserie chicken. Then what they, what they found out they really needed was, you know, stuff for the big game. And now they're going to start adding on to that. Right. Because now you've made it attractive for them to also get this and also get that. Right. So now we're maximizing profit because it only took us that one time to get them in the store, that one lead. So let's say that lead cost you $25, but now they're purchasing more than one thing. Now we're maximizing profit with them, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Thad, for putting me back on the rails here. Yeah. So this is where, thanks, you will be maximizing. I'm like outside of my wheelhouse talking about football and Costco. So, um, <laughs> this is where <laughs> things I, things I know nothing about. Um, don't ask me about football unless you want to play. So yeah. And this is where they're going to be maximizing profit, right? So this is where you'll see the cross sell, uh, the upsell, the downsell, right? So say it's the big game and you're looking, okay, I do know about cheese platters. So I'm just going to talk about this. Say you're, you're a bougie sports fan. Okay. Let, let's just assume that. Cause this is what I do know about is cheese. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're in the cheese section and they've got the prepared cheese tray right now. That would be, um, that would be an upsell, right. From something like the chicken wings you can cook yourself and the barbecue sauce you can cook yourself. But, um, what would be, a a, a cross sell from that? Okay. Well, you got your cheese platter, um, maybe you want your, your Buffalo dip, chip dip <laughs> that people eat at sports fan events. <laughs> like your okay. spinach artichoke dip. How That's that it. Yes. Thank you. That. <laughs> yeah, guys, I eat like organic cheese from whole foods. Like don't at me. Um, so, the, so you, Eat your spinach artichoke dip, okay? You got your Jimmy G's balls or whatever that you make. Whatever you do. I don't know. I don't know if that's relevant. So then um, that would be um, a cross sell. And then you have your chips right there. So you notice how in grocery stores you have your cheese. And then, oh, wait, they have jam right there on top of the cheese display. What? Wouldn't that, that's so convenient. I can put jam with my cheese. Great. Oh, they have crackers right here. Perfect. Those are all cross cells because you're going to need, like, you know, you give him, you give a mouse a cookie. He's going to want some milk, you know? Like, so if you give a, if you give a, a, a raging sports fan who's bougie and maybe hosting it for her, her husband's friends, I don't know. She's going to have a cheese tray and she's good. And then she's going to want some jam but she's going to want some crackers to go with her jam because it would be, it wouldn't taste that good if it was just cheese and jam. Cause you need a little crunch in there. So that's how you do a cross sell is you kind of put all these things together and the consumer goes, Oh, well, you know what? I do think I need something like that. I think I need something like that altogether. Right. So then, 
Susie Q goes home and she has her sports fan party for her husband and she hates sports. So whatever, she's like drinking wine and, and like trying to ignore what's going on in the living room. But everybody loves, everybody loves the, the food that she's prepared that she put on a different tray. So people didn't think that she just bought it from the store. They're like, Susie, wow, this is delicious. Like, did you make this yourself? And Susie's like, yep. You know, she's wasted. And and so everybody loves it. It's a <laughs> big hit. It's a, it's a big hit. She's trying to cope with her life. Maybe she had a Xanax, you know, who knows? And everybody like, oh, they're raving about it. They're telling their friends. And then, you know, the husband's friends start talking to their wives like, oh man, it's delicious. And then Susie's, Susie's husband's like friends start going to Susie. They're like, oh my gosh, like I heard your food was good. What did you, what did you do? And she's like, don't tell them I bought it from Costco. (laughs) Right. So now we've got brand advocates. So these are people that are going to refer other people to Costco to get their cheese tray, artichoke chip jam and crackers. Right. And maybe, maybe, uh, you know, some Merlot, okay. Or some, or some boxed wine. We don't know how classy these ladies are. I mean, we, we don't know. So, you know, so this is, this is where after you've been profit maximizing, you go into referrals and, and that's when you get people who they've pretty much spent all their money with you <laughs> and they are now telling everyone else about it. Maybe it's to recoup the cost of uh, all the money they spent there with you, you know, by becoming affiliate marketers, or maybe they're part of an MLM and, you know, Susie Q is actually just trying to scam you into some new cheese tray MLM. But so this is, this is kind of how this goes. It's like lead magnet, and then you have a tripwire, your core product, and then your profit maximizer, which is upsell, downsell, cross-sell, and then your referrals or how people come back to you. Yeah. And, and one of the, one of the great things too, is that we're, we're just talking, you know, straight up customer journey, right. With you, you can throw email follow-up series in all of these. So you can have a yes, no kind of flow where you're saying, did they, did they take the tripwire? If yes, then, then offer them this. If no, hit them with a follow-up series of emails where you're adding some more value or you're just staying top of mind. Did they buy from that? You know, did they then get the tripwire? And so you can keep you can keep them coming back and keep that brand recognition going all the way through that customer lifetime value and create what they call a return path where they're like, Rachel, what you're referring to, when they're telling their friends about it, when they're coming back to buy from you again, because they saw another email from you, they saw now that now they're following your page. Now they're liking content that you've put out there. Now they're sharing so you can do so many things with additional lead magnets, keep them coming back for more, keep them coming back for other tripwires, get them used to being a brand advocate, like you're saying, and talking about you and, and, and relying on you as a source for what it is they're passionate about. Absolutely, Thad. And there's one more thing I didn't really talk about, which is like downsell. Um, so which is part of the, the profit maximizer. So say that they didn't, they didn't go for the, the big cheese tray. Maybe they have like a little sampler platter. So that'd be the downsell. That'd be the downsell from, from that, 
you know, so it's like, it's like having the big one. And if somebody's like, I can, oh my gosh, I can't do, I can't do that. Then you offer something a little bit smaller, be like, well, you know, actually we have this little, this, you know, this instead for people in your situation, whatever the situation is. So that's a, that's a downsell from that. It's, um, it can be really useful. So smaller sampler platter cheese. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because then when they get that, that downsell, and they find out it's good, it's a good product. Then they go, okay, maybe it is worth next time I'll get the big one, right? Next right. Time I'll get that core product that you're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. So you always want to have a downsell so that you're not turning people away um, and that they're still able to get they're still able to get in on the offer. They're just not getting the full offer. So that they, they may they'll even feel like, oh, I'm missing out. Like I wish. And I'm sure you've been in these situations where people offer the, you these crazy deals and you're like, oh, I just can't afford it. You know, oh man, they really get you like your mouth's watering. You want it. Okay. And then you're like, oh, I can't afford it. And they're like, well, you know, if you can't do this, we also like, cause they'll have, well, we have a buy one, get one special for this, this and that. And you get, you know, X, Y, and Z. And you're like, wow, I would love that. Now you're wanting it, but you can't get it. So they offer you the downsell and you get that anyways. You're still really excited, but to try it. And this will build trust with your consumers too, because a portion, even if they don't have the money, they could find the money, whatever, you know, whatever it is. Um, you're going to want them to want your product so that they can actually when even if they don't have the money, they will want to buy it. If the desire is not there, they're not buying your product. If the trust right. isn't there, they're not buying your product. So offering that to them so they can they can experience it. Um, and then from there, they, they have that desire to go to go up, you know, and, and be upsold from there. That's still good because they're, they're still a customer and you're, you're not a, yeah. And as long as you're providing value at all those levels where you're, you're, you know, whatever it is that they're buying, they're actually getting their money's worth and then some, you know, what, what's, what I find super frustrating is when you are offered a lead magnet and yes, it's free but you get it and it's nothing like what they talked about. It's not, it's not those 10 secrets. They've, they've basically <laughs> just duped you into signing up for their email list. They've given you nothing or they gave you something that was working five years ago. Right. Um, yeah. Th that's not, you know, that's not going to, that's not going to endear people to you or your brand and get them to come back. Um, so when you're crafting these offers, make sure that you are providing legitimate value because uh, you'll, you'll get a bad reputation pretty quickly. Absolutely. And I will say another thing too. Um, if you're just thinking to yourself, well, I don't want to be working for free, you know, um, wh why would I do this? Um, let me break it to you. You are working for free. If you are at the stage where you don't know where these offer, what these offers are, and we're just explaining this to you. You don't have a sick offer that people are just buying off the shelves. Well, guess what? You're working for free. Or you're working for negative money. You're actually paying. You're actually paying for this information by your own, um, you know, mistakes, monetarily and time-wise. So uh, just just like keep that in mind that if you're not if you're not doing this, you are paying for it. 
already. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Uh, so many entrepreneurs start out paying to be an entrepreneur uh, or a solopreneur and and working for free and and it's costing them money to be in business. So yeah, take that into consideration. And I should mention, you know, while we're talking about giving things away, um, Rachel, why don't we throw this information into our uh, Facebook group? So those of you guys watching after we've been live on YouTube, come to our Facebook group. There'll be a link down below. Join our groups. You'll get this information. We'll give you the kind of schematic and the layout of how this works and how you can implement this, no matter what your traffic source is, no matter how your, your follow-up series are, whether they're emails or text message or whatever, um, come grab this information for free. We'd love to see you guys in the Facebook groups too. Absolutely, Ben. And guys, we are here anytime you need us. You can DM us on Facebook. You can join our Facebook groups. You can like our pages. I'm at Media Strategies. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Rachel's Digital. DM me. I'm always online looking at, you know, hot girls and what outfits they're wearing, you know, you know. And swiping, uh, right. swiping right. You can find me on Tinder. Um, my location is set to 250 miles plus. You know, if you see, Rachel and owner digital do or die. That's me. Unless there's, unless somebody's making fake accounts. Maybe I shouldn't say that. What, what if there's an imposter? They're going to copy um, you now, Rachel. Oh my goodness. If there are bots, please uh, let me know. And no, I'm not a bot. I just respond immediately. Okay. Because you could be a client. <laughs> That's what we're really looking for on Tinder. It's a really good place. Uh, you know, it's, it's an untapped market, if you will. Untapped market. You guys are getting some free smoke right now. Okay. If you are a digital marketer or an e-commerce store owner, and you are not messaging people on Tinder, looking to do business with them, you, you are wasting your time. <laughs> you're, you're missing out on a serious opportunity for some serious money. <laughs> if anybody right media, go. Yeah, if anybody wants to hear more about that and, and learn the inside jokes, you can um, you can you can hit me up and I will tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, but but please do come come join the Facebook groups. Uh, make sure that you are subscribed to our uh, YouTube channel if you're new. Uh, turn on notifications so you don't miss anything in the future, and uh, you know hit that like button. We'd really appreciate that. Wouldn't we? Oh, we would <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah. Wow, smash it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, right, Rachel, as usual, it has been an absolute pleasure. I just, I, I look forward to this every week. I truly do. <laughs> um, I, I just love this. And, and I, I really hope that you guys out there appreciate it too. Absolutely, Thad. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time, next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. We'll see you. Bye.